Howdy ho, Junior Rangers. <laughs> I'm stretching. I'm in this new closet. I mean, it's not new to me, but it's new for the podcast. And it has this, like, it has this, like, coat rack thing that I can kind of, like, reach and, like, do this really good stretch. Oh, it's juicy. There's so much room for activities. There is. Mm. <laughs> um, that stretcher over there is Becky. Ah, oh, that's Rachel. Um, this is Chardonnay and DNA. Are you drinking today? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking beer again. <laughs> nice. Because you are actually a frat boy. Oh my god, what is wrong? I, I don't know why, like, summer is, like, my beer time. I mean, the time that's fine. For beer. And I stand by this. I was really trying to snap out of it. Maybe I fucking hate summer. It's decided. Summer can suck a big bag of dicks. Mm. Big one. Oh, oh, I love it. Mm. Yeah, well, fuck this hellfire. That's all I can say. I mean, yeah, I mean, a heat, a heat wave isn't exactly, you know, my idea of summer, but here we are. Well, it's and it's a little better today. It's like rainy and 70, which yeah. is like that's my kind of weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Today is cold for me. I'm like, eh. no, this is great. So, yeah. I don't know well, why, but like, I swear I have some kind of I have like reverse seasonal depression. I promise you, because when and I've told I've told Joe this when it's rainy and cloudy, I feel more energized. Really? Yes. No. Mm -mm. I'm just telling you. Like, for, like, a day, maybe. But if it's, like, maybe you should move to fucking Washington. Well, fine. Get rid of me, bitch. Well, I want to move to the West Coast anyway. That's true. You're a... Oh, we're thinking about for our honeymoon. um, (laughs) For for mine and Rachel's honeymoon. (laughs) Please. Uh, (laughs) I need it. (laughs) That would be really fun, though. Like, a friend honeymoon. Yeah, I'd be down. Um, we're thinking about going to California. I was going to get your input. Do it. Do it. Where did do you guys it. go a few years ago? We went to San Francisco first, and then we went to Los Angeles and Atalanto. Because Atalanto is like the weed city. Oh, shit. But it's because there was like, it was like a rundown city that like got revitalized by marijuana. But like, um, this is we what can for... happen to our cities, people. <laughs> yeah, just fucking make it wreck. Um. Can you it imagine, was, like, Homewood, like, just being, just, bumping. just being, like, completely rejuvenated from weed sales? Downtown Wilkinsburg? Mm-hmm. Re- restored to the glory that it was? Yeah, yeah, for real. Because you know? I actually love driving through and looking at the buildings because you can see some of the gorgeous architecture that was there. Yeah. And, like, East it Liberty, sucks. too. Yes, yeah. Um. Yeah, really our whole fucking state. Could you imagine driving down a road and not hitting a pothole that makes your soul leave your body? Because I can't. <laughs> oh my god, okay, I... <laughs> there's this pothole uh, near our house that um, recently got patched, and now it's fucking back with a vengeance. Like, mm, it got... Like, you thought I was gone, <laughs> motherfucker. But I, literally, I all it took was, like, probably uh, uh, three days worth of cars to drive on it, and now it's, like... Now it's like, I'm now, I'm still a pothole. I'm just thicker. <laughs> That's our Pennsylvania tax dollars at work. What the fuck? And I get, okay, I understand that this part of the country is going to have more potholes because we get ice and snow and all that shit, okay? I understand that. But, like, <laughs> fucking no. fix it. Like, don't just. There's no other state that's like that. 
No, like, Ohio on is, this side. Ohio is too. I mean, I mean, I have driven through Ohio and I still don't think it's nearly as bad as we have it here. I uh, what pisses me off to no end. This is the most boring conversation, but I don't care. I have to. I have. I'm gonna die on this hill. Stop patching them and fill them properly. Yeah, just fill them. It's so much we, easier. We lived in a township where I shit you not half of the road just fell off okay because it was like there was like a a stream that ran under the road and the road just like literally disintegrated you you want to know what they did did they just put like duct tape on it i mean essentially uh they put a bucket an orange bucket with a stick in it (laughs) that's worse (laughs) and then hung an orange construction vest from it (laughs) like a scarecrow like a scarecrow like a scarecrow to scare the hillbillies away from it oh my god that's so funny um where was this that was was in my old town oh wow that's yeah that's worse Mm -hmm. than duct tape Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, it is a little podunk hillbilly town, but... But you know those motherfuckers had duct tape. I mean, you you know those motherfuckers <laughs> have all the money to fix it. They just don't fucking care. So and you know stayed, like, half, half of those... Months. Half of the, the men, and, and I don't mean to be sexist, but I, I'm just saying it's probably true. Like, half of the men in that little town probably could fucking do it themselves, like Ron Swanson, that shit. Yeah, but, well, you're giving them credit. Too much. Too much credit. Okay. There's far too much incest and um, like family fucking like nepotism within the the township and shit and like yeah no you're giving them way too much credit. Um, Rachel, is your father also your uncle? My father wasn't from that town, so we're okay. Oh, okay, we're safe. Oof. Neither was my mother, to be honest. So oh, I thought she, I thought she was. No, 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 none of us were. Okay. We just you got just, thrown into it. You just landed there. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was my family's summer home. <laughs> and then we lived there. Oh. And by my family I mean my immigrant immigrant grandparents. Oh, okay. And then you're just then they're just like, so, Oh, we'll just set up shop right here. Yeah, that was exactly what happened. Okay. Um but it really was like the summer cottage and then my grandpa died and my grandma moved there and that was the end. And here so. we are yeah um terry has a really cool game suggestion for us and he actually came up with this before he heard us do the psychopath riddles okay um so i'm just preparing you for the next time okay uh he said i have an idea for you a game that might be morbid a guessing game that's about a case that is short and has been solved already one of us can guess what type of case it was based on the information the other gives. So it could be a murder, a reunited family, or missing person, an oddity case. So we just have to give each other clues and see if we can guess. Oh, God, I'll be bad at that, but I'm down. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I- I'm going to be, I'm telling you, I will be really bad at it unless it's obvious. That's okay. It'll be, it'll be, uh, we can just work on it together. It'll be fun. Um, but I think you have a psychopath riddle for me today, don't you? I do. I okay, that was my favorite icebreaker of all time. I'm so excited. Oh my god, my fucking uh headphone cord keeps brushing my ankle and I keep thinking it's a fucking big ass spider. Isn't that the worst? It's making me like fucking tweak out. 
Oh my god, speaking of fucking spiders, I was freaking out because we have, you know, and you know, earwigs like the pincher bugs. Mm-hmm. We have a fucking infestation right now. No. And I yes. Move. <laughs> and I am freaking the fuck out. And like my house isn't dirty. Like I don't understand. Like, and I I get the dirty doesn't mean bugs. Like bugs happen. But like you know, in my mind, that's what I'm freaking out about. Is like, where is that? What am I missing? That's like bringing them in here. Well, um, is it because of the rain? I don't know. Because aren't they water-ish? They like water. Right. And they're always in my bathroom, but they've been in my kitchen too. And I had one crawl on me in bed the other night. <gasps> and I wanted to literally leave my body. I wanted to just like I would have left never... I would have left the state. It was bad. So I was freaking out. And then I just come to find out, I look on Facebook and I have seen about 40 other people say, Why do we all have earwigs this year? So apparently there is like a massive earwig problem in my area um and everyone is having this issue with like the earwigs in their houses so i feel much better that it's not just me um, um that is those are fucking gross are they they're so are they like silverfish so like are, no 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 no. they're the ones that have the little pinchers on their butt oh, okay if it was like if they were real silverfish i'd be okay if they're the ones that everybody here calls silverfish but are actually house centipedes and they look like little hairy things yeah i would have moved I'm not kidding. I would sleep in my car. I am so fucking horrified of those. And now I feel like they're crawling on me. But how are you not also horrified of these things? Because I feel like they're very similar. They're not. They're not similar at all. Really? But I'm going to send you a picture. Yeah. Okay. Type in house centipede. So because I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that I do. I do know because I, I. Well, I need to look up. I need to fucking look up silverfish, too, because. I think I get them mixed up. I think we've had this yeah. conversation. Silverfish look like little silver uh, teardrops almost. And then they Ooh. have little legs. Yes. Let me see. All right. I just sent you a picture of an earwig. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of looks like a silverfish. It's closer resembling a silverfish than like a house centipede does. Yeah, that I just sent you a silverfish. So is, now you can is that also called place. a water bug? I don't think a silverfish is. Oh, a silverfish is also called a water bug. Yeah, earwigs. No, earwigs. They just are fucking terrifying looking. They almost look like ants with pinchers. Oh yeah, the silverfish are not really. Um. Yeah, yeah those are those are different. So, yeah, so everyone here has a fucking earwig infestation, and we don't really know why, but it makes me feel better that it's not just me, because, like, literally, Joey sent me a bunch of people on his timeline um, that is, like, that are dealing with it. And, and then like, how big? Right after. They're, they're like, half an inch. They're little. Okay. But they're creepy. I don't like them. Yeah, so. that would freak me the fuck out. Ew. <clears throat> That's nasty. Um, yeah, but it's not it's not you. They're just It's not me. It's just everyone. And then there was a bunch of people on my timeline that were saying, What's with the fucking uh earwigs this year? So No wait, let me look up house centipedes. <laughs> <laughs> fuck house centipedes. We've literally had a fucking episode called Fuck House Centipedes. Oh yeah, those are oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those are horrible (laughs) no yeah those are that's what i'm thinking of that are really really fucking gross yeah no i would not be here i'd be in a hotel i don't i don't know i don't know i wouldn't be here though (laughs) i don't know where i'd be but it wouldn't be in this house i would rather sleep outside 
Okay. So let me tell you this riddle. Okay. As long as you have properly vented and processed. I'm good. Okay. All right. Here we go. This one's kind of long. I don't know the answer. I purposely didn't look at the answer. So if this sucks, I'm sorry, but I wanted to be surprised. Okay. All right. Johnny's dad had told Johnny that if he could get an A plus on his final exam, he could get any ice cream flavor he wanted, plus a pizza. When the day for the final exam came, the professor said, the professor, like, is this like a fucking 20 year old that his dad's like, come on, son, I'll get you ice cream. It's fucking happy Gilmore. I guess. <laughs> All right. When the day for the final exam came, the professor said, there are three questions on this exam. You will have one hour to answer them all and no more. Anyone caught taking any longer or cheating will get an automatic F. When Johnny received the paper, he read the first question. As he read it, he realized the exam was no piece of cake, so he worked as hard as he could. When he finally finished question one, he checked the clock. There was only five minutes left. At this rate, he wouldn't be able to finish in time. As Johnny looked around, he saw that there were hundreds of students and figured that he could get away with a few extra minutes, so he worked away past the hour mark. As Johnny went to turn in his paper, the professor stopped him. Young man, the professor said sternly, I saw you keep working long after the one hour mark. You were caught cheating and will get an F. Thinking quickly, Johnny replied, do you know who I am? The professor stoically responded, I neither know or care who you are. You need to learn respect and discipline. Good, said Johnny, and he ran away. When the day came, when the day for the exam scores to be announced came, Johnny received an A+. How? The teacher didn't know who he was, so he could have easily gone and taken his paper and moved it, probably, is what I'm thinking. Because, like, he said, do you know who I am? And then he ran away, right? Oh, like, he could have, or he could have, like, switched his name right. with another student. Yeah, like, the teacher didn't know who he was, so if he just, like, added it to the pile, he wouldn't have known, and he, like, switched it. Or he could have gone in and switched it later. Obviously, I was just thinking he killed him, but that's not I what was happened thinking, here. I, I thought that too. I was like, he killed him. He killed him but and like stole his also, key. <laughs> yeah. Also, it was Billy Madison, not Happy Gilmore. Sorry, my brain swapped. Oh the two movies. no, I totally went with it though. I was like, yeah, Happy Gilmore. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Do you know who I am? No. Cool. And then he leaves, and then he, you know, because the teacher doesn't know who he is, you know, he can't really tell who, you know. Okay, so here's the answer. When the professor confirmed Johnny's anonymity, the professor didn't know who he was. Uh, Johnny quickly slipped his, pa his exam paper into the pile of exams and ran off so the professor wouldn't know which exam paper deserved an F because he finished it. So, okay, yeah, congratulations on sticking through the whole riddle. Okay, well, that wasn't really a psychopath one, but... Um, no, but it was good. Okay, yeah. All right, are you ready? Yep. Uh, a serial killer kidnapped five different people and sat them down each with two pills in their hand and a glass of water. He told them each to take one pill, but warned them that one was poisonous and the other was harmless. Whichever pill the victim didn't take, the serial killer would take. Every victim somehow chose the poisonous pill and died. How did the serial killer get them all to take the poisonous pill? I'm s I need you to say that one more time. Yeah. I'm confused as fuck. A serial killer kidnapped five different people and sat them down each with two pills in their hand okay. and a glass of water. 
Okay. He told them each to take one pill, but warned them that one was poisonous and the other was harmless. Whichever pill the victim didn't take, the serial killer would take instead. Every victim somehow chose the poisonous pill and died. How did the serial killer get them all to take the poisonous pill? Well, my first instinct is to say that he just lied and they were both poison. Okay. but I f- That makes sense. But I feel like it's more complex than that. No, they couldn't both be poisoned because he took the pills after. Like, he would take the one they didn't take. Oh, shit. Deal. That's right. Okay. Um... Do you know what it is? Yes. You already looked at the answer? Yeah, I didn't think about it. Oh, it's okay. Um, How did he get them all to take the same? When I tell you, you're going to go, really? I just want you to know, because that's what I did. (laughs) Like, did he just fucking write it? Uh... Okay, tell me. Neither of the pills was poisonous. The poison was in the water that all the victims used to swallow their pills. (laughs) That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I like that one. But I was still, I was like, really though? <laughs> like, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's like that one. Um, have you heard the one about the ice? I was going to do that one. Oh yeah. It's like, um, how did it, it in the, it turned like, it's like, uh, you know, how did this poison, is it like, how did the poison kill someone in this amount of time versus this amount of time or something? And it was like the ice melting. Yeah. Yes. Something like that. Yes. That was exactly it. Yeah. Um, that was one I was going to do, but I have other ones too. Um, what's the next one you have? Um, so this one is not, I don't think it's a psychopath one, but I do think it's interesting. Okay. So it says Joe is turning 17 this year, yet he turned... 16 yesterday how is this possible well i think i mean that's kind of easy i guess what joe is turning 17 this year yet he turned 16 yesterday how is this possible i think i know it i don't i that's math dude i can't do it oh i think i think i'm gonna say this before i look at the answer i think that just means that his birthday was on um December 31st. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. No. Because, like, so he, on December 31st of 2020, he turned 16. The next day is January 1st, 2021. So this year in 2021, he's going to turn 17. Oh, yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Um, I just want to see if there's one more that we can do. Yeah, go for it. Because I don't, I don't really have a very good one. So if you do. I love these. These are fun. I love riddles. That one is not. Um... No. Nah. Okay, let's try this one. Right. I don't know. Okay. This isn't necessarily a psychopath one, but it's a riddle one. Okay. Um, a Japanese ship was leaving the port and on its way to open sea, the captain went to go oil some parts of the ship and took his ring off so it wouldn't get damaged. He left it on the table next to his bunk. When he returned, it was missing. <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. <laughs> I tried so hard to hold that in. <laughs> um, 
He had suspected three crew members could be guilty and asked them what they had been doing for the 10 minutes that he had been gone. The cook said, I was in the kitchen preparing tonight's dinner. The engineer said, I was working in the engine room, making sure everything was running smoothly. The seaman said, I was on the mast correcting the flag because someone had attached it upside down by mistake. The captain immediately knew who it was. How? Okay, so the captain had to oil parts. Mm-hmm. And then, I did not read ahead on this one, but I think I know. Okay, and then he, f- he found that the parts were upside down? No, no, no. What? The captain went to oil parts, took his ring off so it wouldn't get damaged, and when he got back, it was gone. Okay. The cook said he was in the kitchen preparing tonight's dinner. The engineer said, I was working in the engine room, making sure everything was running smoothly. The seaman said, I was on the mast correcting the flag because someone had attached it upside down. (laughs) Oh, I don't even know where I got that. Okay. The captain immediately knew who it was. How? Who uh, immediate like who he knew who what was the flag guy who stole the who ring. stole the ring okay who stole the ring. Uh, I don't know. It was the flag guy because the Japanese flag can't really be upside down. <laughs> Is that the one with the red dot? Yeah, I don't know if that's the answer. I'm just guessing. It was clearly the seaman. It was a Japanese ship and a Japanese flag is white with a single red dot in the middle. It can't be hung upside down. Okay. See, you're, you would be, that riddle is taking for granted that they think I fucking know what the Japanese flag looks like, which I, (laughs) which I do. I mean, I guessed, but like, okay. I'm not mad at myself for not knowing that. Yeah. But that's a good one. That was, yeah, I thought that was fun. That was good. Yeah. Um, okay, well, do you have any updates for us? No, I looked up um, Purvis Payne stuff and there's no recent update, so that's ongoing. I looked up uh, Summerton Man and all I know is they exhumed him. That's all the more I have. Oh, wouldn't you just die to be one of those grave diggers? Oh, I would. I would. I just want to know. Because when did that happen? Uh, was it the 40s? I was going to say like 50s, 40s. I think it was the 40s. You know, I did this case and I should know, but I do so many cases. I was going to say, use the dates. I was going to say, dude, there's 1948. Okay. So, yeah. Old as shit, bro. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of old as shit, bro, my case today. Is old as shit, bro? Is old as shit, bro. Okay. Um, it is actually now um, the oldest cold case solved through the use of forensic genealogy and it just happened oh man talk dirty to me you ready it's gonna be short but it's i just wanted to cover it because it's a big deal okay yep okay on january 3rd 1956 three boys in great falls montana went out for a hike near the sun river what should have been a typical hike for the boys turned into a gruesome discovery There was a secluded spot where young teenagers would go to spend time alone. Lover's Lane, if you will. On their way, on their walk, uh, they found 18-year-old Lloyd Dwayne Bogle dead from a gunshot wound to the head. He was near his car and his own belt had been used to tie his hands behind his back. Mm. His valuables and money were still there and his car was actually still running and in gear 
with the emergency a break on when his body was found. Bogle, born on January 18, 1937, was an airman from Waco, Texas, who was stationed at Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana. The following day, another disturbing discovery was made, as the body of 16-year-old Patricia Kalitsky's body was found by a county road worker on Vineyard Road, north of Great Falls. She had been shot in the head just as Bogle had, but she had also been sexually assaulted. Mm, I was wondering if the the first guy had been. Um, yeah, no, no, just, but the, just shot. But the next girl had, had yeah. been, okay. Yeah. Uh, she had been shot in the head, like I said, um, and sexually assaulted. Kalitsky, born August 20th, 1939, was a junior at Great Falls High School. This has nothing to do with anything, but I was reading some of the old newspaper articles from the 50s about this case. Um, and just some of the ways they describe her was just fucking weird. I don't know. Ew. They called her, they're like, pretty Patricia Kalitsky. Pretty Patricia. Why? Like, blonde high school junior. Like, why is why does that matter? Would, would you have said ugly Patricia if she were not pretty? Like, But why do you even need these descriptors? That's, that's like, what yeah. I know. That's what I'm, and it's like, yeah, it's. It's so fucking weird. I know. It's so blonde high school junior. Why does that fucking matter? Why why does blonde matter unless you're literally using it to give a description of And we don't need a description because no. she was identified. She's dead and we know who she is. And this isn't her family talking about how beautiful she was. This is like the newspaper. No, it's weird as fuck. I swear to yeah. God. Yeah. It just rubbed me so fucking wrong. I mean, maybe maybe it was to like get people's attention like i'm just trying to maybe like maybe it was to get people's attention because otherwise the attention wouldn't have been gotten but it's still just fucking gross yeah i it's very very gross and i don't i don't know why they have to do it because they're they're the 50s and this is a this is a fucking sexist era yeah see yeah it's totally normal (laughs) Also, the age differences in this, like the 16 and 18 isn't a big deal, but just wait, because then I'm like, oh, it gets gross. Oh, no. Uh, her father was a railroad, railroad carpenter, and his co-workers actually established a reward fund to help solve her death. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't tell from the article if it was $300 that they raised or $500, but in 50s money, that's a lot. I mean, yeah. And especially like kind of blue collar people, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, Kalitsky and Bogle were last seen at a drive-in restaurant on, it said on Monday, but to me, I, that doesn't mean anything because I don't know what day of the week they were found dead. Um, the local sheriff described the slayings as the most merciless, brutal he'd ever seen. Wait, like they were seen together at the same place? Yeah, they were, they were dating. Oh, they were dating. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. So okay. Bogle and her had been at Lover's Lane. And Bogle was tied up and shot, and she was taken. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize that they were... Yeah, it's all the same case. That they were date. Okay, okay, got it. Um, it seemed as if both were forced to kneel with their backs to the killer before they were executed. That's some fucking Zodiac shit. Yeah, it was very fucking weird. There was a bunch of fucking, like, weird theories about who did it. Like, it's... Like, including, I think at one point they said Whitey Bulger, and I was like, but why? 
what would he have to do with any of this? Well, that was like, too that was too early, I guess, to be Zodiac, right? No, when was Zodiac? Wasn't that in the seventies? Because this is what the no late nineteen sixties. Oh, I this mean, is the late nineteen fifties. Oh, so, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, it it just seems like it was couples at like those kind of places that he prowled yeah. on. You know, very very weird, mm-hmm. very weird. Um, was not was not the zodiac though at least that you know we know of but was um, it <laughs> oh maybe <laughs> i'd be um, questioning that motherfucker i know well we can't oh, we'll find out why he did fuck <laughs> kalitsky and bogle had met because he was stationed at the airbase in town and he had become smitten with her after meeting they had even been talking about marriage and bogle had just been a guest at the kalitsky's home for christmas but their love story would not be able to finish and instead would be cut short by the actions of a killer who went unidentified for more than 60 years. Over the years, leads dried up. Different detectives took a stab at the cold case, but nothing was learned. CCSO detective Phil Madison started working in the evidence room in 1988, and the Kalitsky bogle evidence was there. In 2001, he ended up sending a microscope slide of a vaginal swab that had been gathered from Kalitsky's body to the Montana State Crime Lab for analysis. Luckily, that swab was actually standard procedure for autopsies in 1956, because without it, we wouldn't have justice for these innocent lives. And I just am so thankful that they did that as gross, you know, like I'm glad they did it back then. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's kind of I'm. I'm surprised they did because yeah. yes. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Have you do you ever watch John Mulaney's stand up? No, I just always see memes. He like he has this one um bit where he talks about how like crimes getting solved back in the day were just like they would just ignore evidence. Like, like oh yeah, he'd be like he was like oh look at this blood on the floor hmm ah clean it up <laughs> right right <laughs> oh let's walk right through it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And is that a fingerprint? Let me just touch it and make sure. Oh, is that a fingerprint? Oh god, get that off. How yeah. how unsightly. Oh, is there a smudge on this knife? Oh my god. Wipe it up. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh and you know what's crazy? And I feel like Ted Bundy was such a um like a he was like the impetus for so many important um policies and like in law enforcement because before him fucking these goddamn uh like precincts they wouldn't communicate with each other yeah yes that was i mean and kind of during him too so right but that, but that's kind of like what made them learn their lesson like oh shit like oh oh people yeah. can travel across states Duh. oh my god wow and i like I, I know it's it's easy for me to say that i understand but it's just I don't know. Knowing what we know now, it's like, you yeah, didn't think to, like, contact the fucking state over? No. No. Of course not. Crazy. And that's, like, yeah, like, hitchhikers, like, all that kind of thing. Like, people were so mobile back then, even even back then. And it's like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? So, yeah, this was probably, like, a needle in a haystack. Well, what blows my mind is that they, they did communicate across states during, like, the the dirty 30s so like the outlaws that robbed banks and like you know what i mean then the great depression they communicated across lines for that because clearly they were jumping states <clears throat> yeah. so why where the fuck did it stop 
Yeah, that's that's a good question. Yeah, but I but like I I remember in all my readings and listenings to Bundy stuff, like the cops were like, "Oh, gee, I guess we better uh, start calling fucking." California when we're right here in Washington like no shit but also the cops were just like okay so have a nice day oh. whenever he'd be like oh yeah everything's fine <laughs> so oh yeah like... because he was like friends with the fucking cops and stuff yeah so it's just weird y- yeah well uh, and that that I you know you wouldn't think someone would want to be close to cops if they're a fucking murderer but now but really but now we know that like that's kind of a that's not uncommon for murderers to try to get like weaseling with cops you know i just almost said a really fucked up thing and i still want to say it well now you have to because murderers are cops (laughs) but you know oh shit sorry she said it i said it um what we were all thinking yeah um well again thanks to madison for sending that uh because the lab actually found a sperm cell that did not belong to Bogle. <laughs> the evidence was right in front of them the whole time. They just didn't have the technology to see it. Yeah, and that's what sucks, because you can't predict that type of shit. Right, right. You know, there's there's nothing, n- no way they would have known. Right, you can't so. get blood from a stone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, yes. if it didn't exist, it didn't exist. And I'm just so glad that they actually stored the evidence properly. And went back to it. And went back to it. Yeah, Yeah. that's really good. So 35 suspects came and went, and law enforcement compared the sample to other men, but ruled them all out. Eventually, Madison left CCSO, and at the time, he was sure that the case would just remain unsolved. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Detective Sergeant John Cadner was assigned to the case in 2012, And he was tasked with digitizing the case file, which took him months. And he kept working on that case, which was his first cold case, even while he handled newer cases. He knew it was going to take DNA to solve the case. And he found the evidence that Madison had discovered. But how were they going to piece that all together? Until that fateful day when the case of the Golden State Killer was solved and changed everything in 2018. Mm -hmm. Knowing that, In 2019, he sought out Bode technology after forensic genealogy was used to solve the Golden State Killer case. With the help of other partnering labs, they were able to make a DNA profile of the killer and search public databases for potential matches. They ended up using a reverse family tree, and they were able to identify a suspect, a man named Kenneth Gold. Kenneth Gold didn't have a criminal record, and he had never been named as a suspect in the case. Mm Born August 23rd, 1927, Gold would have been around 29 years old when the murders occurred. I bet he was friends with the fucking cops, too. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Doesn't go into it, but uh, oh, at the age I of... I bet you. I bet. Right. At the age of 24... Eh, maybe not, though. Because at the age of 24, Gold married 16-year-old Lulabelle Brown in 1952. His family home was located a little over a mile from where Kalitsky lived, and he was known to ride horses in the area. After the murders, Gold sold his property in town and lived in nearby Geraldine and Hamilton, Montana, before moving to Missouri in 1967 and never returning to Montana again. Hmm. So that makes me think maybe not. Like, he was obviously fleeing. Maybe. Um, 
the uh, the investigators could not uncover a connection between Gold and the victims. Hmm. He was never connected to any other crimes either. His name had appeared in the paper a few times, but not for anything crime related. On June 8th, 1948, when he was 15, he was reported as a missing child after leaving his grandmother's home oh. and was found a week later working at a ranch about 60 miles away. Mm. Uh, and in 1960, his four-year-old daughter, who was born a month before the murders, died after a short battle with an illness. Oh. The only problem with identifying gold was that he died in 2007. And of course, his remains had been cremated. Kadner had to reach out to Gold's surviving children and ask for samples to verify the match. Kadner stated he wasn't sure how they'd react to finding out that their father was a suspect in the murder and rape of these this couple. Um, but he said they were actually great to work with. They traveled to Missouri and told them about the murders and how they had identified their father as a suspect. And the family willingly gave samples. And gold was confirmed as a match. Oh, damn. Oh, man. I feel so bad for those kids. Like, the family mm -hmm. members. Uh. Yeah. It's so sad. Because you can't I, even, I, like, you can't even confront him and or get any no. kind of closure from, like, your, your, what, well, it was grandkids or kids? Yeah, it just said surviving children. Okay. Like, you can't even get any closure from, uh No, but at least they know that they did the right thing. And I'm glad that they, like they did yeah you know what i mean yeah they could have just been like nah yeah they could you know it would have been really um understandable for them to be like uh we don't want to know that or like that no like that right. can't be right wow it made me kind of wonder what he was like as a father that they were so willing to just give their dna as well <laughs> i know that sounds fucked up but you know what i mean like well, maybe he wasn't the best father. Maybe he was abusive. Maybe he was this. Maybe he was that. I don't know. Or like, I'm just, or yeah, or maybe he was a great father. Like, I, it's so weird. Yeah. Like, it could be, it could be the polar opposite, you know? But it, that's just like, I don't know. It's just, it blows my mind. Maybe they, the family wanted to work with the police because they wanted, they were like, well, let's just rule dad out. Like, right. Like, obviously he didn't do it. Yeah. Like they didn't, he didn't do it. Like, we're going to cooperate with these cops, but there's no way. And then the right. fucking world probably comes crashing down. Yeah. It's just, you we're not going to know unless the family no. speaks out, but this is also so new. This just happened in June of this year. Oh, wow. Um, so it took over 60 years to solve. And it was bittersweet because most of the Bogle and Kalitsky's family members have since passed on. Uh, but they were able to provide some closure for their surviving family members. And uh, this double murder is now the oldest cold case solved through the use of forensic genealogy. Wow. And my sources were NPR, uh, the Great Falls Tribune, and findagrave.com. That was really interesting. You know what I also wonder um what happened at grandma's house to make him run away and run work away? at 15 yeah 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 i mean there's just so many variables here that we aren't gonna know um but i'm just really glad that there's i mean it's not really justice but it, in the sense of that word but like at least we know who did it and there's just a little bit of closure like the article said like the family was happy to know, but it brought up a bunch of really old wounds, obviously. And it also and brings like, up a lot of unanswered questions. Like, yeah. Because they don't know how this guy knew these kids. No. And we're never going to know why he did what he did. Right. Like, He's not been tied to any other murders or any other cases now that they have DNA. 
Like, was it, was it just like a robbery gone wrong? And no, no. Cause none of the valuables were taken. I thought there was something stolen. No, oh, nothing. Okay. Literally every one of his valuables was still in the car. The car was running with the emergency brake on. The only thing that was stolen was Patricia. Hmm. And like, so this is really fucked up with me. And like, I, I, because I sit here and I think about these cases, right? And why, why? I just want to know why. Like, it was weird that the one article mentioned that his baby was born a month before these murders. Mm. And like, I don't know if there's some kind of connection there. Because he raped her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not the baby. I'm talking about like, he raped Patricia. Like, and his baby had just been born a month before. Like, I maybe his he wasn't like his wife was in postpartum depression maybe there was some kind of reason that he went out and acted the way he did or he was frustrated and angry it still doesn't justify anything but like i just like to try and think like why why when this guy was seemingly a law-abiding citizen with no fucking no other criminal like literally no criminal history and what did what did she the the victim pretty pretty patricia like what did she do? Like, what was her story again? Was she in school or out of school? She was just a high school junior. Okay. She wasn't even a senior yet. She was going to try. She was going to marry Bogle. That was it. And you also mentioned that the killer um, married a very young woman. Yes. When he was 24. So he clearly has a thing for young women. Yeah. Um, so. I also wonder if, like... Maybe he was, like, stalking Patricia or, like, following her and just no one knew because he was law-abiding. Like, they had no reason to think that. Yeah. And now there's no reason, now there's no way to know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can't ask, you really can't ask anyone. Everyone's, most dead. people are dead. Yeah. Like, the the first, yeah. the, per- the people that would give first-hand information anyway. It just makes me think that, like, he he wasn't going to continue doing, like, killing people because he fled. Like, he clearly was fleeing. Um, I'm just, and I really, I don't have much to even go on with this, but I think that he was following, he somehow met her and was following her and killed the boyfriend out of some kind of weird, jealous something raped her and then had to kill her so he wouldn't get ratted out and then fucking booked it. Yeah, I mean, that's a good theory. That's what that's what I think might have happened. But that's also like, I really have no basis. Just it's literally just a guess. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what my mind was because of the mention of like his child being born. You know what I mean? Like. He sounds like a fucking weird. creep. I'm sorry. Like you're 24, 24 and 16 is a big that's even for back then. That's a, like I could see if they got married and he was like 18 and she was 16. But that was normal back then. That's, that's what fucking I, weird. That's what I mean. That is. So we can't even really call him a creep because that was literally the norm. But 16 and 24, though? Even then, 16 and 24 was not that unusual. I'm not saying it's okay. It's fucked up. But it wasn't like 16 is the age of consent in most states. I I just think even for, I, I don't know. I guess I would have to like. Uh, this is not me justifying it. I think it's fucking disgusting. Let me just be extremely clear about that. Like, and I said that at the beginning too, about like it no, gets even I, worse. Yeah, the, I know that. But I, like, But I don't, but that, that still seems like a big age gap, even for the time. It's 
eight years. Yeah. What were acceptable ages? Because, like, my my dad's parents, they got married super fucking young, like 16, but they were both that age. Or, you know, like, so, I don't know. That seems still seems very significant. In the 1950s, the average age gap between husbands and wives was about four years. Okay. Which, that was eight years. So, like, it is. It is still gross. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It makes That's me still... wonder. Yeah, I think he was a fucking creep. And probably, probably like, I'm really editorializing now, but probably like he was married, the wife just had a baby, she didn't have, like, she was no longer this, like, fucking little girl, she was a mom and his wife. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say earlier. And then on top of that, like, she just had a baby. The baby was born a month before that, so clearly she wasn't able to, you know, do, do the sex. Yeah, right. So, like, you know what I mean? Like. Was he fucking angry and taking that out on someone? Like, I, I, I mean, again, he's a fucking creep. I think, and I also think, I'm um, also, I would, I would honestly put money on that he was uh, sexually abused at grandma's house by someone. And that's why he ran. Yeah, I mean, because who willingly leaves to work at fifty? I, I mean, think, but again, different time. But at the same time, so weird. But he didn't have like he he didn't have to do that on paper. Like uh, from the looks of yeah. everything, why would he do that? Yeah, like something like was going on at Grandma's house. Yeah, unless unless the the family was like so hard up for money that he needed to work, but there's no mention of that. I don't know. But, That's what it seems but like. Why would he just disappear? Why would he run away? Why, right? Why, need, why wouldn't you know he just I mean? get a job? Just tell him go, like, I'm getting a job. Yeah, right. Just get a job and, and go home at night. Fucking miles away. Right. Yeah. Something happened there, and then that behavior is like learned. So he treats that. So then his whole fucking sexual getting off at like little kids yeah that's yeah i would almost fucking bet (laughs) yeah but we're never gonna fucking know so um, unless unless now that they found out who it was unless they can go back to any of his um any other surviving family members that maybe know from like colloquial like you know from like stories that you you know everyone hears stories about their family like unless there's some kind of this urban legend, like, oh, I heard that this went on, like, there was that weird uncle or whatever. Like, they might pick that up Oh, somehow. I heard you married your dad. Exactly. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, true. I'll be interested what, like, comes out of the woodwork about it. Yeah, same. It's It was just very, very fucking weird and very new when I wanted to cover it, so. Oh, that's good. I think that's really cool that they um, were able to find him like that. Um, yeah. Right after, kind of right after the golden state yeah kind of yeah i mean two two years three years uh well you mentioned 2019 so they were kind of working on it that's what i meant yeah like they were working on it but like this this literally just happened this june right but like yeah but they like they were like oh we could do that like i think that's really cool yeah and then they talked about how like this is gonna open up like a lot of doors but now there's legislation happening because one of the fuckers who got caught through genealogical forensic research is suing, saying that it is unconstitutional or some shit. How? No, I don't know. I was going to cover that this week, and then I was like, eh. Oh, uh, well, okay, but if you're giving consent to have... um, I'm sorry, you gave, did you read all the fine print? Because I guarantee in there it says something about, we can give your DNA to whoever the fuck we want. So... it's And it's like, you don't have to get these tests done like you don't have to (laughs) 
So, so yeah, but that's my story. That's good. I like that. Thanks. Just a good old fashioned murder. <laughs> good old fashioned <laughs> down home. <laughs> double murder double murder (laughs) here at bob evans down on the farm oh my god (laughs) sorry no i love bob evans i don't want to besmirch their name with my murder talk i worked at bob evans you don't need to love it you worked at bob evans i did oh my god did you get discounted pancakes ew what ew of all the things the pancakes though i fucking love their breakfast food i don't care Oh, yeah, no, I never, I, I also don't really like breakfast food that much. Um, well, you can get bent. I'm sorry, Leslie, nope, we can't all love fucking breakfast food as much as you do. I fucking love breakfast food. <laughs> no, I, uh, I was quite a big fan of, um, the chicken and noodles and the biscuits, um, and the cheesy cheddar potato soup. Oh, yeah, I bet you um, liked some dumplings, didn't you? I love some dumplings. Yeah. I still love me some dumplings. Yeah, so, you do. I don't know why they yeah, can sound dirty, but... Yeah, you know i'm all right with it i'm into it get that dumpling on girl mm-hmm. get those dumplings in my mouth put them in your mouth girl <laughs> why why does any we can make any food sound disgustingly dirty but uh, there's got to be something that you can't oh i bet i bet liver and onions you can't make liver and onions sound sexy well it's not like dumplings actually sounded sexy it sounded gross and dirty but you can't even do that with liver and onions. Dumplings could be like, that could be, that could be like a euphemism. Yeah, if you say something about liver, it just sounds cannibalistic. Uh, yeah, that's fucking nasty. Like, that's just gross. I don't care. I'll figure out a way. I don't care how freaky you are. That shit's weird. Don't talk about liver. All right. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of like Hannibal lector Stop but... thinking about it, Rachel. I am, too. You can hear it. I'm like, I'm thinking of a way to turn it sexual, and I can't. Yeah, I'm going to need you to stop. I'll come up with something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, do you have anything for Padded Room? Oh, I just wanted to recommend uh, a show. Well, two shows. I already told you about Mayor of Easttown, and everybody's mm-hmm. talking about that. So, like, th- fine, but it's worth it. Kate, what I am obsessed with kate winslet okay Mm -hmm. she is so beautiful oh true truly just absolutely stunning okay so in this in this show um and this isn't giving anything away she kind of plays this sort of like kind of gruff um like really small town it's actually like a suburb of philly where it's set um this really small town detective and she doesn't wear any she doesn't like wear any makeup like day to day um she doesn't ever need any makeup she is her pores are not there like she is just so beautiful even with like not a speck of makeup on Mm. and anyway that was good and i have a girl crush on her and um also one that's not very talked about at least i haven't heard of it being talked about is uh the kaminsky method is it good it's it's so good <laughs> i'm only a couple episodes in but i really like it nice nice it's really it's like it's really sweet but also it's kind of reminds me of like the male grace and frankie kind of okay i mean there's nothing about like it's not like wives or gay or anything like that but it's just about them like grow like growing old together as like best friends it's really cute nice yeah it's good I like it. We'll have to check that out. Uh, I just sent you two things. Okay. 
first one is from our good old friends Facebook shirts. Uh, and it says, I got my dick sucked for a buck at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Where everything's a dollar. <laughs> I saw that and about died. I got my dick sucked for a buck at the Dollar Tree with the Dollar Tree logo. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep, and he's in the Dollar Tree in the picture, too. And, like, not his face or anything, but just the way, like, he is dressed. Why does that look like your husband? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, it's, it, you know what well, I mean? like, he doesn't wear, he would never wear a graphic shirt that says anything, by the way. <laughs> That's just really funny. He has, like, the beard and, like, the, the beard, the yeah. The hat. Yeah. He does wear beanies, so I can give him that. And just kind of the little um, shitty and grin a little bit, like. The funny thing is that I would 110% wear that shirt in a Dollar Tree. <laughs> um, And he would just begrudgingly accompany me. You don't think um, he like, would wear that? Because I could totally, like... No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Really? Like, the only time that I've ever seen him wear a funny, goofy shirt was I stopped at this place in Slippery Rock on my way home. It was called the Wiener Hut. In Slippery Rock? Perfect. Yes. And um, it was like a little hot dog on a motorcycle. And it says something like, I got my weenie at the Wiener Hut or something stupid <laughs> like that. And it's because there's a motorcycle on it. Okay, so he'll wear he'll wear that. Yeah, but I, I could literally never. I mean, let's ask him. Do you want to ask him? I want to ask him. Hold on. We'll, we'll find out. Okay. I feel like he, I just. <laughs> I mean, he's your husband. You certainly know better. But I just feel like he'd be like, "Fuck you!" He, might, he might surprise me. He might surprise <laughs> me. I I just don't think he would. And that's what marriage is all about, ladies and gentlemen. It's always keeping me on my toes. Exactly. You got to do it. Um, I just, I just want to, I just want to know he's going to make his way back here so I can ask. And then the other thing was, uh, I sent you a leaf sheep, which is a sea slug that is adorable. And I love it very much. Oh my gosh. They almost look like cows a little, like with little leaves. That's really cute. I'll forgive the fact that it's a slug. Oh, I love sea slugs. They're so cute. That is pretty cute. They're just precious and I love them a lot. I I can't get over that. Got my dick sucked for a fuck. I've been texting you to come here. Come here. You guys hear that whip? That was Rachel. He's clearly working on something too and I feel really bad that this is important for the podcast. (laughs) You do not sound like you feel bad. (laughs) Get over here now! (laughs) Oh, hi. Come here. I know you're gonna come here. What? Can you come in here for what? a second? I need to show you something. <laughs> so to, we we were sharing a Facebook shirt, okay? Or yeah, uh, and this one says, "I got my dick sucked for a buck at the Dollar Tree." Becky thinks you would wear that shirt, and I said he would never wear that <laughs> shirt. Nope, he said no and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God. Would I wear that shirt? He said, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was he going to say before you asked that? What were you saying? Yeah, I, didn't, I said the closest thing you got was the Wiener Hut shirt that I bought you. And it's only because the hot dog is on a motorcycle. Oh, it says Wiener's gone wild is what it says. Okay, well, that's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It took me a minute to remember what it was. Yeah. Wiener's uh, gone wild. <laughs> but yeah, well, I'm glad I know my husband as well as I thought I did. <laughs> He, there was just, there wasn't even a beat. He was like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. If you'd have seen his face, he was like, 
no. Nope. <laughs> did he, so, did he, when he said no like that, did he blink? Did he go like, no, no, it was like, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like he had like that deadpan, like, fuck okay. you, absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. So mm-hmm. the verdict is in. Joey will not wear a shirt that says he got a dick, his dick sucked at the dollar store. Um, I would, and I don't have a dick. So you don't, <coughs> you don't have to, just by wearing that shirt, you have a dick. Like you, I want to wear the one that says I got my dick sucked by the Mothman or I suck the Mothman's dick. So, you know, I just, I love stupid shirts. <laughs> I really do. They're a good time. That was really so. funny. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Do you want to do social medias? Sure. We are on Facebook at Chardonnay Ansign, question mark. No, just kidding. Ansign DNA. Yeah. Um, Instagram, Chardonnay and DNA, all spelled out. Um, Gmail is chardonnayanddna at gmail.com. Website is chardonnayanddna.com. Um, we don't use Twitter ever, but it's, I don't even know what it is, Chardonnay DNA? Yeah. Okay. Don't bother. And we have, we have shit to sell and Patreons to recruit. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Patreons to, pa- no, we're not patronizing our own Patreon, but. But we might. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, but it'll Sounds cost dirty. you. It'll cost you extra. Sounds kinky. Yeah, I'm in. Send us All right. send us stories because the tap's running dry. Yeah, the tap is running dry. Send us stories. We're gonna start doing non DNA stuff soon. Like we're gonna have to, and this is our niche. So yeah, so send us send us gross. Literally, if the story says DNA anywhere in it, I will cover it. Even even if it just says the word and, we can make that say DNA. Right. It's in there. So we're good. It's in there. Yeah. So all right. Well. <laughs> um, um good night, good luck, get laid, get fucked. Bye. Bye.